And so at the show, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be there to like count you in. I'm not gonna wave from the back of the room. So you guys have to count. And Will's on drums is gonna give you a nice cue. But even if he doesn't, you as the two front uh, horn players or horn and violin, you have to like be ready to come in. So eight bars. We already decided that eight bars. Here we go. You count it. City's Jazz Workshop's treatment of Blue Bossa in rehearsal. Charlie Lincoln is one of the teachers of the workshop. Charlie played in this kind of training group not too long ago, and he reflects on the kinds of things middle and high school players need to know to learn to play jazz. Probably the biggest thing is that nothing in music is black and white. Uh, there's no absolute yes or no. It's always kind of maybe. Um, Nothing is completely out of bounds. Nothing is 100% always great. It, you really have to develop your own taste and your own ear for it to learn what fits when. And there's no absolute rules of you have to do this or you have to do that. When it comes to picking repertoire, what is, um, what is your guide? So we try to give uh, songs to the students that are accessible, you know, that aren't so impossibly difficult that they're, they're it's gonna take them 10 years to learn to play them, you know. Uh, but we want to give them songs that are realistic, maybe something that they will continue playing for many years. Stuff, songs that you can go hear on a stage at one of the jazz venues around town. Um, so it's a lot of standard repertoire, it's a lot of blueses, it's a lot of music from the greatest musicians of the 20th century, Miles Davis and John Coltrane. But it's stuff that the, the students can dig right into and get a feel for um, on an immediate level. What are they learning uh, by playing Thelonious Monk? Well, Straight No Chaser is a great example because it simultaneously teaches you what a 12-bar blues form is, which is the most common form in jazz and American music, but it also is a little more twisted than that because it's by Thelonious Monk. So it has its own very unique rhythmic and chromatic pitch content that is maybe a little more advanced than the average 12-bar blues. So it sort of shows you the framework, but gives you a lot of ideas for uh, how to improvise and uh, sources of inspiration. Straight No Chaser, Thelonious Monk's composition played by the Twin Cities Jazz Workshop. Charlie Nino, the saxophone player there. Charlie, is this an exciting time? You're playing a mainstream venue real soon. Oh, it's, 
it's just absolutely amazing. I mean, you've got this instrument that you're playing in front of a crowd, and it's just something you can't get through even a school performance, because that's just, it's not the same. There's a real venue that you're playing at with this group of talented musicians. Yes, I did call you guys talented. You're welcome. And it's just wonderful. Um, for you, when you think about it, about preparing for uh, your show coming up. Well, Doug Will makes it really easy for us. I mean, we just run the pieces. We practice like we'd perform. It's a really great experience, I think. Charlie Nino, young saxophone player with the Twin Cities Jazz Workshop. Charlie Lincoln, one of the instructors for the workshop. Uh, Charlie, you have him play some pretty progressive stuff and then some standards way old, like when the Saints go marching in. Well, I think it's really important to um, at least know a general history of where this music comes from. And so obviously uh, you need to be a little familiar with what was happening in New Orleans about 100 years ago that led to the whole development of jazz. And um, When the Saints Go Marching In is the most classic example of, of New Orleans jazz. And it's really important to go back to that, uh, these old pieces that have uh, shaped the course of jazz history since then in order to really have a deep understanding of the rhythm, the feel, the groove, the general characteristics and sensibility of jazz because they all sort of sprung from that New Orleans music tradition. You're getting them ready right now to play a show at a mainstream venue. Um, are they pumped? Yeah, I think they're. I think they're. I think they're excited and ready to play. Um, and I think having this uh, performance opportunity at the end of the at the end of the course um, really gives them a nice imperative and a goal and kind of a deadline where they're going to be playing this in front of people soon. So they have some serious motivation to to go home and spend some time working on this music and get it as as great as it can sound. Twin Cities Jazz Workshop, under the tutelage of Doug Little and Charlie Lincoln, plays at the Ice House in Minneapolis Sunday, November 10th at 3.30 p.m. For information about the Twin Cities Jazz Workshop, the web address is tcjazzworkshop.com. program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. 
Phil Nussbaum speaking.